Back to the finish line with Mike Melby on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the finish line. I'm Mike Melby. That is Rebecca Pearson. Big thanks to Harrison Arns for running the board tonight. We are now joined by Steve Ducharme of Sports Car Club of America, the, the Lincoln chapter of it. It's uh, Nebraska and Nebraska chapter. Western Iowa. Okay. Um, I, I got to ask, I, I've been really interested in this. I've heard about the event uh, from a couple of different people. I've never been able to make it out to any of the events out there. Been excited to learn more about it. Let's start off with you, though. How did you get your start in racing? So relatively recently, I had uh, had uh, bought a Miata back in the 90s. I really enjoyed it. A lot of fun. I had a first-gen Integra when I lived in Utah and loved carving up the canyons. So I thought it was, you know, a pretty pretty skilled person. And then I learned about the Sports Car Club of America, which has these events called autocross. You get a big parking lot, big paved area, and you set up a course with cones. It's, it's, it's like a shrunk-down race track course. Um, the speeds are kept low, so it's you don't require a lot of safety equipment. And so I started, and I had a lot of fun, and I was getting beat up all the time because I didn't have the right skills, but I learned a lot. And what was really important for me is in getting started, I, I didn't need the Miata. You can come in with a family car and with just street driving skills, and you get started. You don't need a lot of fancy equipment. You don't need a lot of uh, uh, modifications to your car. And you'll learn as you go, and it's very accessible. And yet, you can take that, and you can go to the top of the sport and be national champion uh, with the right skill and improvements in your vehicle. So, have you made it to be a national champion yet, Steve? Uh, I have not. Um, <laughs> I've I've done better in a rally cross, which is the same thing on dirt. Um, but uh, I I have a lot of fun, and uh, I've won regional regional championships. Oh, that's great. But at the national level, uh, as as we're going to talk about later perhaps is uh we have the championships here in lincoln in september there are 1200 plus drivers competing um and a handful of people that watch it's it's really about participation and it's so easy to get started and so easy to have fun I think that's one of the great things about SCCA, and if you're just joining us, we're with Steve Ducharme, who's the president. Is that the title or well, it's executive? called regional executive, and that's because executive. I'm elected by the board and not okay. by the membership. The membership great. elects the board. Okay, so regional executive for the Nebraska chapter of SCCA and a little bit of Iowa. And one of the things I like about SCCA, and it's also how I got started, was mm -hmm. in autocross, mm -hmm. uh, but because it's accessible. Uh, anybody can literally do it. You can bring your street car out, which is how I started. You mm -hmm. can literally bring any car. It doesn't even have to be a sports car and just start to get the feel of car handling. And that's uh, really, I, I was mm -hmm. uh, dating somebody at the time who introduced me to that. And it's one of the things I like about the show here, too, is we're educating people on things they can do, whether it's a fan experience, going to an Eagle Raceway for dirt tracks or getting behind a car and doing something uh, especially like autocross, what you can do all by yourself if you would like. So if you don't have friends and family who want to go to go with you to the track, because you can spend all day at the track, as we know, it's very easy to do that. It's something you can actually do by yourself or at least get started in doing by yourself. So it might be helpful to explain to folks what autocross is in a little more detail, rally cross, which is going to kind of uh, overlap with our dirt, uh, dirt conversation here. And, uh, you know, a little bit about uh, what's included in SCCA's scope of racing. Okay. Well, the autocross is, you might say, the most accessible and the most uh, basic. And so picture a five to 10 acre parking lot that's, that's open and you get these orange traffic cones 
and you lay out a course where the cones will sort of guide your path. And in fact, in one course, it might only take you 60 to 90 seconds to run the course. You'll make more maneuvers than you will in 20 minutes of track, track time. So the, the speeds are kept low enough so that you don't need to have a roll cage, fire equipment, or any of that. Now, I want to jump in. You say, you've say you said that a couple of times. The speeds are kept low enough. What speeds are you guys running when you're doing the course? So some of the faster uh, stock cars are running maximum 65 miles an hour, and which is, you know, you can get that on the highway, except this is on a closed course. You you uh, drive against time, one car at a time, so there's, there's virtually no chance of vehicles meeting. And uh, the only safety equipment you really need, besides what's already in your car, like the brakes and, and um, seatbelts, is you'll, you'll have a helmet. And in fact, we have loaner helmets for those who are new to it. And uh, once they get addicted, which is usually pretty quick, they buy their own. <laughs> it is very addictive. I think that's one of the things we used to joke about for people just starting in racing. You start with autocross, and then for me, very quickly got to road mm -hmm. course, mm -hmm. uh, and then it's road course and autocross together, right? And you're looking for events, and then you're okay. I'm still doing club events, and then you know you buy the truck, and then you buy the trailer, and then suddenly you're racing, and now you're you're doing mods and upgrading your car. You know, there's this whole path that you follow uh, when you start. Uh, but again, it can be very accessible. Uh, to do that. So when you think about the community around here and just getting people to come out and try something and do it for fun, talk a little bit about how SCCA has a pro, you know, pro uh, course uh, or, and pro events, as well as you know, how do you how do you do something if you're just a regular member of society here in Lincoln and you want to try something out like that versus, you know, when you're actually competing on the national level? That's right. So the, the first thing you do is find out when we have an event. Mm -hmm. And our events are going to be about once a month on a weekend. Okay. Uh, you'll come to the Sunday event. You don't need to get any training beforehand. When you come, we'll check the car to make sure it's in good working order, uh, set you up the helmet, some coaching, show you how to follow the course, and then you get out there and drive. We'll even put a coach in the car with you. We'll let you ride with, with someone else. The whole idea is to have you have a fun and safe time. And uh, we even comp the first event for you. Oh, so, of fantastic. course, we figure you're addicted after that, so yep. it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, and so uh, it's it's relatively laid back, although I, I stressed out when I started thinking, you know, I've got to really, sh you know, show what I can do. Mm -hmm. When I realized I, I had nothing to show, <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> You're definitely not good your first time out. I was I was a lot more comfortable <laughs> after I realized that I had a long way to go and a lot to learn. And the, the folks in this area, especially, they're awesome. They're good instructors. We've got many multiple time national championships, champions in our, in our club, um, instructors and Folks, uh, folks have been doing it a very long time. Uh, one, one of our drivers has his car in the Speedway Museum. Oh, uh, uh, Sixty-six Shelby Mustang. He gets it out once in a while to to tool around. But he used to compete with that all the time. Wow, that's nice. a great car too. Mm -hmm. I know one of the events you've got coming up. It's the uh, SC. SCCA Lincoln Pro Solo on May 25th, 26th, and 27th, and then the 28th and 29th, it's the Lincoln National Tour. What are those two events? Correct. They're very similar. They're both based on the course delineated by cones. The Pro Solo, though, adds a tree start. Okay, so you, you stage, you have the tree, you don't want to jump it and get a red light, and but within 60 feet, you're, you're starting to turn. So, um, whereas the what you call the regular autocross, you can actually, uh, you can start more gradually. It's a lot easier on the clutch because the timing lights start about 20 or 30 feet ahead. So you can get the car moving without a hard launch and then get going. So it's all about the driving skill in, in both cases. Uh, the Pro Solo has some additional features to it is what you do is you have parallel uh, mirror courses and you'll, you'll start off 
with another driver beside you and you'll you'll make your course and you'll 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 switch over and you'll do that a total of four runs and then uh within your class and you can you can see how what your total times are so it, it gives a little more head to head and then when they have the the finales of these then then they have uh, dial-ins so i've i've been paired up with with a, a corvette you know i'll take off i'll be halfway through the course and then there comes a corvette boom <laughs> but but it also means you're you're there and based on the car and its performance capability you're put into a class with cars of capable performance so you know it's going to be about the driver and car setup of course so that's that's really important too to realize you can be a champion with a, a car that you don't have to spend a lot, a lot of money on a st straight straight off the uh, off the lot cars uh, uh, or used cars work really great the main the main thing you want to improve are the driver and the tires what well, you mentioned setup Mm -hmm. What setup changes can you make to a daily driver that would help you run these courses? So we'll start out with what's called the street or stock class. You're not allowed to do a lot of changes. You can you can replace the shocks. You can you know put in a, a K&N air filter. You can replace the exhaust after the catalytic converter. And the reason for that, it keeps the cost low. You can still make factory level adjustments. So on a Miata, you have good adjustments and you want the alignment, get a little... little um, a lot actually, uh, negative camber and some toe out and so forth. Uh, but you're limited how much you can do. And in my case, you're also limited how many things you can screw up and misadjust. <laughs> then you go to another level where they allow you to replace the suspension with coilovers and other ways of getting much more control of the suspension. And uh, that route, you can go to higher levels, which which means you're going to be competing with other drivers that are better, uh, that are also similarly prepared. You can go to race tire classes. Race tires will be stickier. You can go to mod classes, which allow a lot of modifications in engine. And you go to classes that are pretty much unlimited. Um, I've had the good fortune in recent years to to jump in a car built by a local builders. Um, it's basically a street rod made for this competition, and it's it's um, it's uh, loosely based on a Model T chassis, but it's really a race car with a 383 nice. uh, race engine, and it weighs about the same as my Miata. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and has twice as much tire. Wow! So, but that's that's the kind of thing you see all these cool cars. Some custom built, some straight off the lot. Steve Ducharme, the regional director of the Sports Car Club of Nebraska, Sports Car Club of America, Nebraska chapter, and a little bit of Iowa. Took me, yeah, a little bit of Iowa. <laughs> took me a couple. I don't want to forget there. those guys. Well, exactly. Now you mentioned that you do a little bit of uh, more rally cross, but some dirt racing as well. Is there where, where is a track locally that guys can go do that at? So rallycross uh, track can be found anywhere in Nebraska, basically an open field or a parking lot, and and it's designed for this, just like the just like the paved parking lots, because they're a lot around, uh, easy to find, uh, and uh, easy to maintain. And so uh, right now we run out of a of, out of a lot in. Uh, Southeast Nebraska, Nebraska City, where we've got other venues we've used. In fact, for many years, we ran out at I-80, unfortunately, as well, we know. Yes. Last, no last September no. was our last <laughs> event out there. We, for many years, we ran on their overflow parking, which okay. is great for this. Uh, we had a national championship there in 2014. And then uh, last few years, we've been running uh, hybrid uh, events on the, uh, on the track and in, in the infield. Oh, fun. So a lot of fun. And I, I really miss the Kozisikis were great to us. Mm. And I'm sorry they're gone. But as, as, as you know, running a track is really difficult tough, to tough keep business. going, yeah. right? Tough business. Yeah. Talk, us, talk to us about Rallycross for people who don't know anything about Rallycross. What's it like? So even though the, the nominal mechanics are different, as I described, uh, 
the actual driving is quite a bit different. Mm-hmm. And I, I started this a few years after the other. I had also had, just happened to have, a Subaru WRX, which is an amazing car. car. Also very inexpensive and very maneuverable. And uh, I got into this uh, at, in fact, our, our events were out at I-80. And uh, connected with a fellow from Omaha, I've been doing it for a few years. In fact, the Rallycross at Sports Car Club of America program started in Hastings uh, about uh, 18 years ago. And uh, this, this fellow has five championships. I've been lucky to trophy, uh, and he's, he's driven uh, three of them in my car. Oh. Uh, my, first the WRX, and then we got beat three years in a row by this fellow from Decatur, uh, Georgia. And he was driving a 2006 Evo 9, oh, sweet car. Sweet car, yep, And, and then one. he put it up for sale. Oh. So I said, if you can't beat him, buy him. So now I own the car. <laughs> I have a lot of fun. My, my friend can still win. I can still trophy. And uh, it's just a sweet car because it's all about maneuverability at relatively slow speeds. So the all-wheel drive is a lot of fun. You, you get some you get some drifting in there. You get some uh, action. So uh, even though I've never done, say, like dirt track racing, mm-hmm. um, I, I can appreciate how they're, they're always looking for that grip. And they're always looking for how the car behaves instant to instant. So going back to the last segment when we were talking about driver changes, et cetera, mm-hmm. is, are there a lot of professional teams that are in this or is it almost exclusively driver-owned vehicles? This is. Uh, some, some that are really good can get sponsors. Uh, it's there, 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 there aren't purses or anything. There are trophies and sponsors can make a little money, but actually what they do is they lose less money, which is <laughs> pretty much standard in racing, right? Yes. <laughs> so, Truly is. But a lot will move on and take those skills to track and, and amateur racing. SCCA has a, an enormous program in amateur, uh, uh, racetrack wheel to wheel racing. Uh, they have a big, big, uh, annual championship every year. And we, we have local races here in uh, at um, Raceway Park of the Midlands yeah. in, in Iowa and Motorsports Hastings yeah. uh, in Hastings. And so we're fortunate to sort of have both of those in our area. I've done time trials, which is not wheel-to-wheel, mm-hmm. but that suits me because then I don't need to put the cage right, in and no. get, get all that gear. I can I can run with the, the street cars with a little extra uh, safety precautions. Well, and it keeps costs down, too, right? We, we talk about down. it. We know the business of sports and motorsports is, is one is a passion most of the time, right? It's mm-hmm. very hard to make money if you're a, a race team or a driver or whatever until you get to the big series. And, and even the tracks, I was saying even the NASCAR tracks don't, you know, don't all do well, right? Tracks are very hard to yeah. run so we appreciate our local community here Absolutely. we need to support them <clears throat> partly why we want to start the show so that we can support the motorsports community since that's my uh, passion and, and certainly mike's and so we want to make sure everybody knows we're here if anybody's listening they can certainly call in on the honda lincoln hotline 402-464-5685 or the starter Heyman text line if you'd like to uh, ask steve some questions or talk to any of us about racing i think you want to talk about so you've talked about some of the upcoming events but maybe talk about what's coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks here and then you you know, what does the future of the rest of the year look like? So in two weeks, we have this, what we call the Spring Nationals. In fact, it was the first event in the country of this kind where we have the pro solo for two days. And then what's called the solo tour. It's solo is, is autocross and, and sports car club speak. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there'll be about 350 drivers. Approximately two thirds of those will drive in the first event and all of them will drive in the second event. And uh, our, our region being a host region, even though this event is operated by the national office, we run a test and tune track out there where they come and, and practice, do setup and, and adjustments. 
Well, and you've got test and tunes with solo number three, four, five, six, and seven coming up throughout the year. I was going to ask you about those. So if you would wrap up on the, the upcoming events here that Rebecca just asked, and I, I want to lead that into these, uh, these test and tunes. Those sound interesting. Okay. So our local events, um, the Sunday event is going to be our points event. You accumulate points for the, the year. That's the competition event. But on Saturday, we have events where you can come and just practice your driving, work on the car setup, test tires. Uh, it's more or less free. You can run as many runs as you can as long as everybody gets their chance. And uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's great. We limit it to, to drivers that have a little more experience for safety reasons because we don't have the tight timing uh, of the – of the regular uh, points event on Sunday. So, but we'll have about 50 drivers out there. And on Sundays for our local events, we'll have about a hundred. Yeah, that's a great nice. turnout for for Lincoln. Well, well it really is. <laughs> we're also fortunate because people nearby, and even yeah. we have people from California come out to our events because they get to practice on the championship course. I was going to ask you, because you mentioned Decatur, Georgia, how many states do you get representation for coming here to Nebraska in general? Uh, for the national events, all 50, all 50 plus other, other places not in the United States. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. All right. Very cool. From a standpoint of, of a racer, what's it going to cost after that first one is free if you want to come out and, and race on a every event basis? It's forty dollars for one day. Rallycross is thirty-five. Okay. Uh, because of our procedures for safety uh, and very simple but easy to follow, the costs of insurance are very low. And then the national organization has some costs having to do with what we call sanctioned about uh, having to do with paperwork and so forth. And for us, it's uh, we're a nonprofit. We we just need to be able to pay for the site, so we have to rent the site and upkeep equipment and so forth so it keeps it relatively inexpensive uh the next biggest cost is is tires you, you do wear them out um and you you buy these tires built for this sport they're called autocross tires and major companies are competing head over heels to give us these tires at low competitive prices and high performance mm. they're they're nominally 200 tread wear okay. but they're actually stickier than some race tires i ran on about 15 years ago and uh so the the big manufacturers there are uh, bfg uh, bridgestone yokohama falcon there are others that make the them but those ones. tend to be the the ones that in recent years have been competing for our dollar what about toyo do they jump in at all they do they have i don't think they have been uh as as involved recently okay. but that can change <laughs> well it was i i actually at one time sold tires oh, okay. and, and Toyo was our performance line that we would carry. So that's why I was asking if maybe mm -hmm. they were still involved in, in some uh, streetcar racing. I'm allowed to tell Steve that I was the global mobile one brand manager for a decade. So I have my mobile one shirt okay. on. So hopefully you have mobile one in your car. So oh, I do. Absolutely. One, excellent. Thank you. You know, it's uh, it is the choice uh, of most racers, at least in this, in the uh, SCCA ranks for sure. Uh, we're very mm. popular. So I just have to let you know. Between tires and oil, and what else have we done? We've called called races at Eagle, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we've yeah. had a few cars between us. Last week, we went through all the cars that we have. You know, so mm -hmm. your current car. You said you had a local builder that helped you with that, or a local performance they, shop. Yeah, it's a, a father and son team. This mm -hmm. is a 16th Street rod they built, but the first one built for competition. Okay. They they build the the street rods that you see cruising around. Oh, great. Uh, and uh, in fact, the, the the father has has this beautiful tea bucket, purple tea bucket. You've probably seen it around, uh, but. <laughs> They built this for competition, okay. and it's it, it's custom built. The engine, they it's a crate engine, but they they built the frame, they built the suspension. Uh, we're constantly improving it. It's actually a lot better now. It takes a lot of time with a with this, and I I really enjoy driving it. So I went from 
one car with 130 horsepower to this thing with 500 and and it was a, it was a huge it's a big leap. difference huh? but <laughs> it, it's it's just part of the fun of and variety you see great cars out here you'll certainly see some coupe supercars mm -hmm. but you'll see it turns out the the, the Hondas from about the late uh, 80s. It turns out that was a great platform. That's a really popular car for the low-cost, uh, highly-tuned suspension categories. And they're amazing cars. They're so amazing that it's even hard to find one because this sport has bought them all up or beat them all up. Yeah. So it, it's sometimes you, you see these cars that are, you know, Honda, just a modern Honda Civic. There's, they've, got a, they've got an R and an SI mm -hmm. that are really good. And, and those are family cars. And I have a Mazda 3 six-speed that I bought specifically yeah, so Mazda I could come 3. autocross. Yep, absolutely. Yep. You know, I don't have to do a thing. I can literally take it out there. And uh, so I, I think I'll see you out at uh, Lincoln Air Park. Okay, so I have to ask. I have a 2009 Mazda 6, mm -hmm. and it's the more performance-oriented mm -hmm. vehicle. It has the manual override for the transmission. Mm -hmm. If I would go out and partake in this, would I be better off leaving it in the automatic, or would I be better off moving it over to the manual? Um, you probably want to leave it into uh, whatever keeps you in second gear because of the speeds depends on the, the gearing generally uh, for instance when I when I'm driving either the uh, the the new race car, which actually got an automatic transmission, it just we just lock it in a second, and in mad I'll, I'll be in second, and that's usually the case. Depends on the gearing though, so you're not doing a lot of shifting in this this kind of sport. There are certain cars that will do more than others, uh, but it's. Uh, uh, I was actually listening earlier talking about how in some some races you, you may never shift and that's just more stuff to keep track of. So yep. I've been yeah. on the racetrack and time trials and it is it is more work. It, yep. It's taking more of your attention to, to handle that. But you get into the purest debate, which I'd love to have of, you know, stick shift versus automatic because I grew up. I, I've been doing this for 20, 25 years, you mm -hmm. know, and, and automatics on a race course were not popular then. Mm -hmm. Right. We were all purists and all using uh, manual transmissions and then really good automatics were coming out until so you'd have this debate, you know, of whether or not you would take your automatic out there so you can focus on racing. And again, I'm sure there are purists out there and I prefer a stick shift anyway, but not having to think about it definitely helps, especially autocross when you're first learning, learning to downshift, get to red line shift, don't kill your, you know, engine in the process, right. you know, make the turn, it, you know, it's super technical and to me, that's something you have to think about. Um, but Lots of fun. And mm -hmm. one of the questions I've always had, uh, Steve, maybe you can answer it. Who designs those tracks? Who designs autocross so, tracks? So uh, members do. And <laughs> do here's they? something interesting. It's a different track every time. Is it really? So it's not like you go to the racetrack and you know you memorize all the right. racetracks and you go out there. Everyone is seeing a fresh track. There's certainly a lot of similarity. Mm -hmm. And we develop local designers. We have some of our local designers are at national level. Uh, in fact, since we have this site, we tend to run courses that are very similar to the national level course because it's better practice for us. So um, there are design principles. Uh, a fellow named Roger Johnson out of Texas has a great book about that. He goes into the, the physics of of the design, you know, what speed can you get on a certain sweeper and all that, and uh, allows you to make a technical design for the course that makes it interesting and competitive and also highly, uh, highly exciting to drive. And I think on that note, maybe we'll uh, head to break. And uh, Steve, anything else you want to tell us about uh, the well, SCCA? Can, how can people find out about your events coming up, your, your website? And Our website contact you? Uh, is NRSCCA for Nebraska Region Sports Car Club of America.com. Come on out there. You can get contact 
information for me, you can find our schedule. Our uh, next event after the Nationals at Memorial Day Awaken will be uh, June June 4. That'll be a rally cross. And then uh, near the end of June, I forget which date, we'll have our... 24th and 25th of June. There you go. You've got the calendar. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll be out there. Uh, folks are will, welcome to come out and watch. watch. We don't, we don't free charge. Watch. Free to watch, even at the national events. And what you'll find out is you and, and three other people are watching and everybody else is out driving. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so you're going to want to go jump in your car exactly. that you drove out there and right. say, hey, uh, $40, borrow, I'm borrow, in. Borrow yeah. me a helmet and let's go. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, Steve Ducharme, Regional Director of the Nebraska Chapter of the Sports Car Club of America, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on the finish line. Uh, It's been very educational, and I I think both of us look forward to being out there and seeing what you guys do. And uh, we may have to have you have you back in and uh, promoting some of these bigger events because it sounds like it's going to be fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Gene. Thank you.